Patrick Beverly on his podcast. Ryan Horvath, Nick Ashew, BetMGM tonight. He's pitching hard to stay in Philadelphia. Patrick Beverly, now a sixer. Former Bull great. Former Throw that Bull in great. their place. Thank hey, you. listen, your Bulls played better once he actually got on a Bulls uniform. So He's a winning basketball player. I know he's annoying to some. Um, yeah, but you want him on your team. Oh, hell he's yeah. He's that guy. Oh, yeah. He's a guy. Yeah, exactly, man. Uh, I love that pickup, by the way, as well. So let me ask you really quick. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Philadelphia 76ers are a better or worse team with James Harden on the roster next year, 2023-2024? They're still a better team with James Harden. See, I completely agree. Harden's not the reason they got bounced in the playoffs. Well, the reason they got bounced in the playoffs is... So Embiid wasn't healthy. Okay. And Embiid went from averaging 33 points per game to 23 points per game in the playoffs. Again, he wasn't healthy for, what, the third consecutive season. Harden, though, like at this stage of his career, we can't expect Harden numbers from 05 and 06. He's the point guard of that team. I just want a solid assist-to-turnover ratio. I don't want him turning the basketball over seven, eight times. And there were some really bad shooting performances. And that's there was the, the one for it's, 11 game. It's the games where but he dude, shot them out of the playoffs. He also dropped 40-plus. I mean, he wasn't that bad. I okay. think they're a better team. I just think that they still need another guy because I don't think Tobias Harris is that guy. I like Maxi, but I still think they need another piece. I don't think Harden was the issue, though. Here was James Harden in the playoffs against the, the, against the Celtics in the second round. Opened it up with 45 points, right? Yeah. Awesome. Then it was 12 on 2 of 14 shooting. Happens then the 16 on 3 of 14 shooting. Then 42 points again. Shot 16 of 23. But came back and only took 8 shots the next game. And it was 4 of 8. Then just 4 of 16 for 13 points. And then 3 of 11 for 9 points. I'd say he had something to do with them losing that series. That's the problem. Yeah. It's James Harden in the playoffs that's the issue. It's not the regular season. You expect him to turn his... Look... Harden doesn't need to go out and score 45 in a playoff game. He doesn't need to average even 22 points a game in a series for them, which he ended up doing, but that's because he went over 40 twice in the same series. You just can't have him shoot 14%, 21%, 25%, and 27% all in the same series. Now, is he still talented enough to be a top 25 player in the league? Absolutely. Is he a better facilitator, something the Sixers need? 100%. Do they upgrade just having Tyrese Maxey there? No, I don't think so, because Tyrese Maxey's not a point guard. He's a spark plug off the bench that can go out there and get you buckets. He could be a Lou Williams. He could be a, you know, a Jamal Crawford. Yeah. That, and that's a great thing to have on your roster. The problem is, is you still need somebody else that can go out there, and that is a star. And James Harden is not the star that he once was. If he could just be consistent, that would be what was better, and that would be what actually would help the Sixers against the Celtics. The other concern I would have, uh, like being a Philadelphia fan, would be, is he a fit in Nick Nurse's system? Would him and Nick Nurse get along? Obviously, him and Doc didn't get along. Yep. But, and Doc's um, more of a player's coach right. than Nick Nurse is. I mean, right. listen. Like, Harden, Nick Nurse will throw you under the bus. Doc sticks up for his guys. At least, like, at the podium and after the well, game. Well, you know, I love my guys a lot, so I always got to take care of them. And yeah. that's why. The problem is Nick Nurse is going to be somebody, too, that's going to go after him almost right away to set an example. And I think Harden knows that. Because if you remember in the offseason, right, when we first hit the offseason, the report was that James Harden wanted basketball freedom. Right, he just wanted to be himself. I just want to be me. Yeah. I just want to. I just want to live and have free basketball. Well, that that's not going to happen under Nick Nurse. So that I think what you bring up is the bigger issue, is that it's the Nick Nurse James Harden combination that could be too much. Yeah, especially like when you look at the rest of that roster, man. Because I love Embiid, especially now that he made me money winning MVP when he really <laughs> probably didn't deserve it. Let's be honest. Oh, he Jokic, deserved it in the regular he season. He did, but he did, but he really went like balls to the wall hard that final month of the season. 
and Jokic and the Nuggets had bigger dreams. Jokic didn't mm-hmm. care about another MVP. He just won two straight. Right. He cared about winning the finals, and that's what he did. He won finals MVP. I just, like, the thing about Philadelphia, man, and we talked about this, like, when we were live watching the playoff games, when you push them, when you punch them in the face, they don't fight back. And that's what happened again this year in the playoffs. Like, second half against Boston, you know, they're in that game, look like they're going to run away with that game, and then, you know, they have a rough quarter, and Embiid's on the bench, like he's moping. You see P.J. Tucker yelling at him. Mm-hmm. How many times did you see that in the playoffs? It's like Embiid has all the talent in the world. I don't know. There's just like something missing with that team. We'll see if Nick Nurse could get him to play. I, I don't want to say harder because it's not like they're not going out there competing, but it, I don't know. There's just something off when you it, have to have a veteran yelling in your face every single night. It kind of feels like he loses confidence. Maybe that's what it is. There's a lack of confidence, I think, that's there that maybe Nick Nurse needs to work on. Yeah, maybe that's the difference. But you're right. You know, again, it's it's when I talk about watching games, right? Actually, watch what happens on the field, what on the court. Don't just sit there and look at trends and numbers because the numbers don't tell you the full story. You watch Joel Embiid out there, and you see a guy that starts to like. We watched him. Remember when everybody was excited about that Sixers Nuggets matchup? It was a Sunday game, and like. February or March, whatever it was, when Embiid went off against uh, Jokic. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a Saturday. Ju- and just, a Saturday. And just dominated Jokic. Remember, it was like, oh, this is going to yeah. determine the MVP vote. Yeah. It, and you saw that fight in Embiid. He wanted it. But once you get to the playoffs, you can tell that there's a certain point where he just isn't... Like, the confidence dwindles in the postseason, maybe because of all the lack of success that he's had over the years there. But you're right. There's there's something that you see, that, and that that's really what has to change. Yeah, and and hopefully that's what uh, you know Nick Nurse could do, could, what he could bring, and what he could get out of these guys. Because that's the other thing. Like I'm not a doc guy. I don't think he's a very good coach. Um, don't want to rip a guy that's won an NBA championship, but I give Tibbs a lot of credit for that NBA championship in Boston. But like, what could Doc have done differently in the playoffs? You know what I mean? You right. just, I mean, you just brought up the box score when James Harden's going three for twelve or four for eight, um, and Embiid's only averaging twenty three. And Tobias is a nice player, but you know what he's going to give you. He's going to give you 17, 18 points on a good night, mm. you know, six, seven rebounds and a couple assists. He's a good number Max three. Max is a really good young player. But I, I just, I don't know, like, what are you going to say? He could have made a different adjustment? I don't know, man. Like, that team looked like they quit uh, in the second half against Boston in that game. Eventually, seven. the coach can only say so much. Like, right. you can't throw a bunch of Will Ferrell pep talks into the, in the locker room where you're smashing things against, you know, chairs against the lockers. At some point, these guys are professionals. And those speeches don't really, like, they don't resonate with a lot of guys once you get to this level. I thought they just lost to the more talented, deeper team, to be honest with you. Now, Ramona Shelburne of ESPN is reporting that, you know, Daryl Morey is going to dig in, all right? And he's going to just say, all right, you want to get traded? Well, you've opted in, so you're going to have to play at some point because you're going to be a free agent next year. You want to get paid more. He's going to want to be on the court. The Sixers have leverage in this situation, but, you know, if you, (laughs) there are offshore odds. Will James Harden hold out if not traded? Yes is plus 300. No is minus 500. That No way he holds out. He I, loves, there's he 0% chance he holds out. It's not going to happen. He's pouting and he's upset because of what happened in the negotiations. He took a, a, a pay cut when he signed with the Sixers last year so they could fill out that roster a little bit more. But then in the end, you realize, okay, uh, I, I got to get out there and play if I actually want to get paid. And that's what's going to end up happening. So where else, though, like... Where else is a good fit for James Harden? I mean, I still like the Sixers. Or the, 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 uh, God, God, let me try this again. I still like the Clippers. There we go. I just saw a home run. Who hit that? Oh, no. The AL goes up one to nothing because that's what they do. Uh, and before that, the National League stranded two runners on. 
with only one out. Not feeling as good about this. That's what they do. And now it's a one nothing game as Heller comes in, three pitches in, and he gives one up to Yandy Diaz, Diaz yeah. who hits the first homer of the game. And I wish I would have bet that. And the American League takes a one nothing lead. Yeah, I just I, – I don't know, like – I still think Philadelphia is a decent fit. Uh, we got to see, obviously, what it looks like with Nick Nurse. Did you say Boston? Is that where you were going? No, no, uh, Clippers. I... Try it again. Clippers, that's what I'm thinking, The too. Clippers makes perfect sense. And you could have everybody on a one-year deal, and you go all in, and if not, then you're starting from scratch. Yeah, I You mean, won't have to give up as much if you're the Clippers because it's going to be it's gonna be James Harden on a one-year deal anyway. Right. So at that point, you just give up a couple of role players and maybe it might be like a protected first-round pick. Six, and Daryl Morey knows that. Like He knows you're not going to get a lot. You're not going to get a lot back for James Harden at this point. Yeah, so, not at this stage of his career, no. So why are you making that trade in the first place when you already gave up a bunch to bring him in? Yeah, I would like him on the Clippers, though. Again, like it, it's the same thing every year. Are they going to be healthy? Can we get PG and uh, Kawhi on the court at the same time in the playoffs? Most likely not, but, man, I would really like that. And if it did end up being a mess, it would be a lot of fun to watch, at least. I mean, uh, it's just it's a, it's a mess every year with him. And if you're a team, it's almost like Kyrie, even though Dallas was desperate enough to do it. Who, who's going to commit long-term to James Harden? He's requested trades out of every place yeah, he's been. Yeah, man, he's not the same player as Kyrie. Like, no. Kyrie's still a really, really yes, good player. Exactly, and that's when why Dallas was be. willing to still give all that money and that that gave him the years he actually wanted. You're not getting yeah. that with Harden yeah. anymore. And they really had no other option because for Dallas, it's all about keeping Luka, and your best shot is to bring in more talent. And you looked at, like, you look at the free agents, man. You know, like, it, you had to bring back Kyrie. It was do or die for them, I feel. I don't even know if Luka likes playing with Kyrie. But you had to bring back Kyrie. I think Luka, to have any I think, shot. I think this is the last year before Luca asks for a trade. Oh, most likely. Like, especially if it ends it. up being a mess. Yeah. Um, I, and I didn't like what I saw with those two out on the court. I had questions the minute the trade happened, and we didn't. I mean, again, that team was in the playoff hunt, and then they completely fell off at the end. I don't want to sit here and have yeah. people say, like, well, you know, it's two great players, and they, they, it, it's not. It's not going to work between those two. Their games don't mesh. You can't just throw a bunch of players. Haven't we learned by now in the NBA that you can't just throw a bunch of players on a court together and ex- roll out a ball and expect it to work? Chemistry to to still matters. It. Used to be able to damn it. But he, no, not always, though. <laughs> Remember that Lakers team with uh, Kobe and Shaq, and they brought in all the Carl old guys? Malone that and were, Gary Payton. <laughs> ring At least they made the finals, though. And got just destroyed by the Pistons. Oh, just. I they mean, were scoring like 50 points in that game, it was, in that series. It was, I mean, I mean, they lost in five games in that series, too. Yeah. I was shocked. That was one of the only times. That and when LeBron lost to the Magic. Lost to Dwight Howard yeah. in the Magic. Because yep. I thought we were getting Shaq and Kobe in the finals all season long. Everybody thought that. They were mm-hmm. doing, you know, the commercials with uh, LeBron and with Kobe. Did I say sh- yeah, no, no, yeah. LeBron against Kobe right, is what right, we wanted to right. get. Because that's when LeBron was in Cleveland, obviously. Yeah. Losing my mind. Well, you know what? It's it happens. Mm-hmm. I couldn't speak a second ago, so that's that's how it's it goes. All, it's All Star Night <laughs> in the American League. It Up is one nothing. There we go. And don't forget, it's preview time on uh, BetMGM tonight. Just kidding. It's also on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. We're going to do some, but they're also previewing the Minnesota Vikings tomorrow, Thursday. They got the Detroit Lions. Dan Miller is going to be on. There's some funny audio that only Scott and I have heard uh, with Dan Miller that I. I don't think I can bring it up on the air, but it is hilarious from way back in the day when he was on in D.C. Friday, they're going to look at the NFC North in total. It's that time of year, man. We got we move on from All-Star break, kind of getting a little bit. We start looking at, uh, you know, a little bit of NFL, a little bit of college football. You're going to you're gonna be with P.J. next week, and then uh, I know there's going to be some, some We're previews. We're talking a lot of college football next week. With you two, shocking. I would have never expected that. Oh, yeah. We'll recap the All Star game, of course. Well, too. well I mean, you're, that's week next later. week. You're not talking about it. I promise. No. It's better if you have the night. We might. <laughs>